episode 19 of Running Matters. We're at the Bank Hotel post six foot track. How you going, Hattie? Thanks for joining us, my co-host. No worries, Matty. Great place to be on a Saturday afternoon after six foot track. Bit misty out here. It's kind of a bit surreal, but everyone's happy. I think um, some good performances out there. What do you think? No, I think everyone had a pretty average race, but I agree with the mist. <laughs> and with the happy, it's because everyone's half cut because they've been drinking since lunchtime. And thank you to Filter Beer for providing so much refreshment after the race. Absolutely. They, uh, they, they sponsored the event. There was, there was drinks there after, um, after the event. They, they filled, us, filled us up with a couple of eskies, and then now we're at the Bank Hotel and everyone's, everyone's drinking schooners of filters all around. And you can, you can hear by the ambience that everyone's uh, happy to continue with that bubbly, refreshing beverage. I think the beauty of uh, the filter is it's probably 90% water. There was a bunch of dehydrated humans out there today. So, yeah, it works. Got me back on track. Absolutely. What a great crowd we've got here. This could possibly be the best turnout pre-post six foot. What do you think? Well, there's a lot of Nord boys. There's a lot of Mars boys. There's a lot of uh, energy fitness boys. Um, I don't know who else we're... There's a couple of international contributors. We're, we're really uh, opening it up to the masses. We still, we're still talking about the people around the table? Yeah. Well, we got... We've got a Swiss, we've got a South African, we've got a Pommy guy, we've got it all. This is true. This is However, true. still a lot of white people. We need some diversity. You keep banging on about this. It's the Me Too movement, it's got to me. Is that a, is that a diversity thing? We've got, we got, we got two females. We've got two girls. Two, two finishers of six foot in great times, mind you. So we'll interview them later, but just good to have them here. Getting stuck into the uh, the filters. We're progressive. We're progressive. If nothing else, we're progressive. Awesome. So, great day today. But um, I don't know about you, but I basically train to have beers after the race. I don't know about you. I'm not too. I'm not. You know, I'm not too worried about the the end time but more post-beverages. So, for a start, that's utter rubbish because how many beers have you had in a row in the last two months? The last two months? Yeah. Oh, not many. <laughs> exactly. So you're poorly trained for this post-event event, whereas I, on the other hand, have had a good crack a number of times prior to six-foot track, and I'm feeling really good about the post-event event, I reckon I'm going to dominate. <laughs> Is it a PB? Well, I missed my PB by a minute today, so I'm going to have to perform this afternoon. Yeah, it'll be a PB. I'm going to be happy with that, running within a minute PB. You did a lot of training leading up to the event. Were you hoping to run a better time? Of course I was hoping to run a better time. Um, I had a 4.20 put out there and around a 4.37. Um, but I've never actually come higher in the rankings than 100. So today I came 100. So rounded out the ton. That was good. Happy with that. It's got a nice sound to it, top 100, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was good. It raised the bat, so to speak. And, uh, yeah, uh, no. Look, it was, I guess it was tough conditions out there. And I reckon everyone we interview will say the same thing. It was 17, 18 degrees at the start line. We're usually you're freezing your nuts off. Like, it's, it's usually sub 10 degrees. Everyone's in gloves and beanies and all sorts of stuff. But today I was just wandering around, happy as Larry in a singlet. And I don't think that's a great way to start a race. They, um, they reckon marathon world records are beaten at 10 degrees Celsius. And in the Katsuma in March, you're expecting it to be cold. It wasn't cold. Now, I think last year was 11 degrees at the start as opposed to today. I think 
when we kicked off, it was actually 20 degrees. 20 degrees, yeah. And I don't know about everyone else here, but I do not do well with the heat. I, you know, I, I didn't quite go the bonnet pop today, but I thought about it for 45 k's. When, when did you pop the bonnet? After four. See, this is why you're a better runner than me. Much smarter. Faster also, but definitely smarter. I should have just ripped that thing off early. Taken a leaf out of Gavitron's book and just ripped the shirt off me. And bright blue was, say, 2012 too. I ruminated over that bright blue all week and just didn't have any better options. Like, the Norg singlet feels like it's made out of sheep's wool or something. It scratched the bejesus out of my nipples the last time I wore it and I had some scabs that hadn't healed in time. So I had to go something different. And the blue singlet was... Look, it was silky enough to look after my nipple chafe. So that was the clincher. Good. No, that makes sense. And I should uh, thank Gaimi Allied Health for sponsoring the, the post-race drinks. Awesome of you guys to... Uh, Put on the uh, put on the uh, post race drink. So uh, thanks, man. That's that's awesome. And and you've got everyone fully lubed for the interviews that are forthcoming. My, my intention was to make sure everyone was very well hydrated because being a healthcare clinic of sorts, that's our primary goal. Look after everyone's health. Um, there's a fair bit of sugar in beer. There's a lot of water in beer. It's it's possibly the best rehydration strategy you can imagine. So there's a lot of science behind it. We're an evidence-based practice, and I uh, I like to keep it that way. Well, we're practicing what we preach, and that I couldn't, I can't add anything to that. That's beautiful. Should we do the rounds and uh, have a chat to uh, the the twenty or so six footers that are sitting around hydrating? Well, I, I guess the question is, who do you interview, interview first? Like, who, who had a good day? Who had a bad day? Let's let's talk about that before we we ask them, because they're never going to give you a real real answer on this stuff. We're going to talk about, yeah, 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 yeah. The forwards push it up hard and that made it easy for me and they're going to talk team talk and no one's going to blow their own horn or otherwise who had a good day um, one of our female runners Anna had a good day Tommy Daz had a good day and I Paul, Paul Gallen, friend of the show, had a good day. I don't know that he's listened to uh, a single episode yet, but we'll get him on. And um, yeah, he had a big PB. Well played. Yeah. I can't wait to um, get him out of a, uh, a, a, a Roosters training singlet to actually... Uh, oh, it's a Roosters training shirt, not a singlet, so he can actually be cool when he's out there running. And uh, there's half an hour. And, uh, and also... Um, I've, I've lost my chain of thought. Well, I think you'd do better without sleeves, is the answer. Singlet. It's all about singlet. Yeah, that, that's right. I, I think there'd be plenty of people ready to shave him down if you wanted to put a singlet on. Well, I know when I want to bond with my wife, I say, get the razor out, honey. Let's shave down together because you need someone to shave your back. I have nothing to add to that. I'm the most hairless man in the room, and uh, it sounds so foreign. I just don't know what to say. It's okay, mate. Once you hit puberty, you'd be amazed where hair will grow. So, to that, I, I actually grew myself a little bit of stubble for the week, and was horrified to to see that 50% of the stubble I grew was actually grey. So, I haven't grown beard hair for 38 years, and in my 39th year. It's turned grey. It's horrific. Well, everyone likes a bit of salt and pepper. <laughs> you know, I'm not a big Richard Gere fan, but he's a good-looking man, and uh, I model most of my fashion on him. So, yeah, happy days. Couldn't agree more. Look, I might, I might swing right and uh, and and chat to Hamo. And, uh, and I'll chat to Hamo and then I might pass it over to you to do some interviews. You happy with that? Agreed. Bring it on. Peter Hamilton, a friend of the show, the florist. Um, thanks very much for uh, having the post-race. Uh, how are you enjoying the, 
filters. Oh, look, they're, d- they're delicious. The uh, is it what, what's the one I like again? The blue one. XPA. The XPA. No, it's really nice. Love it. It's um, yeah, it's floral. Yeah, which appeals to me, being a florist. Good. You're blossoming today. Uh, hashtag Rod Burns. Hey, Rod. Um, you're meant to be here, but you entered injured and never came good. So I don't know what you thought was going to happen. And judge wants to speak to you at the next available opportunity. But um, look, mate. It's not the sort of race you enter injured, is it? We should do a shout out to Judge. He's, he's the uh, the obvious missing presence yeah, he is, here. He is, and it's really coming into the section of the whole weekend that he enjoys. He hates running, but this is this sort of you know shared social experience is why he does this stuff. And I thought he should have just come up for that. Did you? I mean, I don't know why he didn't. But um, yeah, so shout out to Judge. You, you missed. You're not dead, but you missed. Yeah. And you'll be here next year, and we'll all um. We'll all be back. We'll all be back for. I think it's your fifth. Is that right? Your yeah. Fifth. Yep. So uh, we get an automatic entry, and uh, I don't really want to come back, but I'm going to do it for Judge next year. Yeah. I'm going to pay a grand just to make sure uh, I'm, I'm involved. So I won't miss out. Where that grand comes from, I don't know yet. Won't won't be from our family account, Al. It'll um probably be from one of our one of my sponsors. She'll, ne- she'll never listen to this. She won't know. <laughs> exactly. So, so how was your race today, mate? Uh, rubbish, but I'm not here to talk about me. How was your race? Yeah, equally as rubbish. It was really perplexing. Uh, none of us can really work out where it seems across the board. What have we got? 14 people here at the table. It seems to, with a couple of exceptions, Anna being one and um, Pommy Daz being probably the other one. Other than that, probably no one else. Everyone's 15 to 20 minutes left out there. And I blame Oppo. I mean, he was the first one that decided to leave time out on the course. That was last year. He just sprinkled eight minutes over the course somewhere, like um, like Peter Pan. And um, I spent a fair bit of time looking for his eight minutes, and um, I, I didn't find him. Uh, and I managed to lose 15 of my own while I was looking. So my uh, my supposed four to four oh five turned into four twenty one. So, would you do anything different, or was it? Do you think it was just race day, humidity, everyone's runs lower? Look, I, I don't think I've ever been this fit. I don't think I've ever been this. I don't think I've ever known that much about what I should and shouldn't do. I don't think I did anything dumb. Nutrition went well. I, I couldn't pinpoint a thing that went like particularly, uh, you know, poorly. Just nothing. Marty, Marty Keys hit the hit the nail on the head the other the, back at. Back at the white chair, and he just said, I was just gassed from the start. Just the whole thing, I just felt gassed. Yeah, and it, it didn't actually, I don't think any of us felt we were on a hot day out there, but it just, I think it was one of those ones, and I've, I've had a few, you know, back, back riding where it's not hot enough that you change your behaviour, it's just hot enough that it creeps up on you. You know, you, you don't start drinking more, you don't start eating more because it doesn't feel hot, but it, by the time you realise it's, 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 it's hit you, it's all a bit late. But no, I, I wouldn't do anything different. I just, um, in the words of, of Brad, just be good or fuck off. You know, if you can't be good, fuck off and don't make excuses. Just next year, you're back next year. 100%, 100%. Won't, won't, won't ever miss out on it. Uh, while I, uh, while I'm, you know, relatively competitive, I think it's just such a, it's such a well-run event. We, we seem to nail it with all of our group. You know, love it. I can't. Um, I enjoy it more than UTA. Uh, I think it's UTA is a bit more of a solo pursuit. This is, this is far more of a of a group experience and um, yeah, definitely be back. Awesome. So I'm going to hand the mic over to you. Can you please uh, interview Danny and Michelle to your right? I certainly will. The pleasure. Deep. DT, um, Maddie's done something he should never have done and give me the microphone to interview Mr. Sixfoot. Mr. Sixfoot. Mr. Mr. Sixfoot. Today, I'm Today you're Mr. Sixfoot. And um, so I, I don't think I need to preface this with anything. What happened? Um, I think I didn't have any sand shoe blowouts. I think I just fucked up. Yep. Um, 548. It's uh, it's 20 minutes slower than my previous worst, which was about 5:30-ish. You know, I I just had nothing from the river. Thought I was on on track. River in 125. 
had nothing. Absolutely died in the arse. So, I don't know. I'll have to uh, go back to the drawing board, write my after-action plan, Dave Goggins style. And, uh, <laughs> Do you think you're placing too much emphasis on Dave Goggins as a coach? Well, you know, it's, uh, it's inspirational. I'm not sure it helped me out there today. So, mate, I think roundly amongst all of us, we thought you were near or just not that far off the best we'd seen you run. Like, definitely running uphill, you'd, you'd run... 100%. Like, I, th I think probably, you know, I mean, you, you've, you've knocked out some really good park runs, you've knocked out some really good long runs, you've knocked out some... Sure. Like, I, I don't think it would be... It's not a stretch to say that you were... You know, you, you were in, in oh, 440 yeah. shape. 440. I, I, I told my wife yesterday I was going to do 440. And she goes, good luck. Do you think you made that mistake of talking to your wife? Maybe I did. Maybe I did. But, um... <laughs> Anyway, who knows? But uh, it certainly wasn't 4:40. I guess I take comfort in the fact that everyone had a pretty tough day out, and that they're, you know, the leaders are even 15 minutes off the pace. Marty's 15 minutes off the pace. You guys were all, you know, possibly 20 minutes or half an hour. And it seems to stretch out. The farther you get back, the slower, you know. So that puts uh, a bit of perspective on, um, you know, Paul and uh, Arna's effort. And, uh, Pommy does, you know, fantastic. Fantastic runs today. They're the real standouts, aren't they? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, absolutely. Think, um, I mean, you guys did amazingly as well, considering, and the placing shows, the placing, you know, shows that as well, because everyone had a shit day in the whole race, I think. But, um, mm. but yeah, those few standouts amongst our group, really impressive. It does sort of look like they picked the whole field up and slid them back 15 minutes. Yeah, I reckon, yeah. like when you look at it. But, yeah. um, and obviously, you've done enough of these that nothing changes for you. Like, nothing, you know, you don't sort of go up. You just, you know, I, I think um, a friend of the show, Cousin Benny, who's Cousin not Benny. here for, for uh, reasons of when we're nameless, he, uh, he put it really well. He said the best runners have got short memories. And That's got to be the case, yeah. yeah. Otherwise, we wouldn't do it again. Because uh, and you certainly don't... A bit of a talent and just dropping that... that dropping the uh, memory and, and uh, saying, an regroup, start again. Yeah. Definitely. I do that every year. I say, why the hell do I put myself to Shit, it's just not fun at all. But what's fun, I guess, is the three months prior coming out, you know, doing the long runs, doing all the training, all of the, uh, the tempo runs, the hills, you know, having a coffee, having a beer. Yeah. The whole uh, the group effect's been fantastic. One of the recent esteemed guests on a Running Matters podcast did say that it doesn't really matter what happens on the day. It's, it's the, it's the Absolutely, mate. It's the process. Yeah. So, uh, Do you think you've enjoyed that more being on Strava? Absolutely. Yeah. Do you think it would? <laughs> Would it, diminish, would it diminish your enjoyment of the running experience generally if you weren't on Strava? Oh, sure, mate, sure. I'm all for Strava. Yeah. Put it out there. What do you say to those people that aren't on Strava? Get on there, mate. Get on board. Yeah. And, um, like, there was a report a little while ago that maybe your six-foot belt was a bit tight and that's what caused you to have some stomach problems. Oh, it may true? have been so, yeah. yeah. Uh, there was a bit of a story about that. I won't go into it here, but, um, yeah. yeah. I was given one that was, like, I could wrap it around my body twice. <laughs> Only the Lord knows how many six-footers have got a stomach that big, but um, anyway, it took me uh, two years to get it the right size, and now it probably is a bit small. So, yeah. um, one for the uh, the junior six-footers out there. How long till one of the uh, the next generation of tools is out up here? Ooh, be another ten years, mate. Um, judging on the current form, maybe 25 years. Have you got your hopes pinned on? Uh, probably Lukey. Yeah. He's, he's the most likely. But um, I don't know. Ewan's uh, he's more of the the I don't know, individual, you know, you'll sit there and do stuff by himself. And trail running and this sort of stuff is a very internal sport, you know. And, and without putting pressure on any of your kids, how disappointed will you be if one of them doesn't win it? Uh, <laughs> no comment. <laughs> At least I can say that I still didn't go as slow as Dad. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've brought this up with Oppo. It's, it's, I mean, I think the most important thing is that you're the fastest in your family. Absolutely, yeah, mate, absolutely. Unfortunately, uh, that's the only thing I'm faster at, Dad. He's got a PB better than me on every other distance, but, uh, but I'm slow. I've still got a few years on him, so... It's a, it's a pleasure to interview the king of six foot. And it's a pleasure to talk to you, Hammond. Yeah, I'm going to go and interview the, uh, the queen of six foot, uh, <laughs> Michelle. Mr. Swiss, how Hello are you going? Hello, Hamster. How are you going? I'm um, good, thank I've been you. Given, I've been given the microphone for two people, and... Um, <laughs> Two of my favourites, actually, D2 and Michelle. Oh, thank you. Mate, uh, I asked Michelle, I asked Danny the same question. What happened out there? I don't know. Yeah. No, I don't know. I had a fantastic race till 
till I got to the river and then still was all right going across to the Pluvi but then and then I thought now I've got to put the hammer down. It lasted about for two Ks and then everything went pear shape. Yeah. yeah. Again, I was saying the same sort of thing to DT. <clears throat> you know, not that we could get a lot of details on it because, as, as previously has been noted, you're not on Strava, but that's correct. Yeah. Um, I keep it that way too, and it's just to let right. everyone know. Yeah. You are, from all accounts, you're in pretty tip-top shape. Like you were, you were, you were lean. You were looking fantastic. You were running really well. Did you, did you have any? Like, I think you had every right to come into this feeling incredibly confident that you were going to run a, a really good time. Yeah. Look, uh, to be quite honest, uh, yeah, I've quite. Um, Internally, I felt comfortable and confident, and I thought I'm gonna have I'm gonna have a PB today, but it yeah it didn't happen, and for any for whatever reason yeah and what it is what it is yeah everyone's sort of you know fishing around the same sort of question, but yeah. do you think there is, is is there some sort of reason like across the whole group we look as I was saying we've got 14 of us up here, um, a couple of notable exceptions Anna, Tommy Daz um, yeah. yeah but everyone else had a pretty pretty average to not sub average yeah. day. I mean, you yourself too. You know, I would, I would yeah. have put money on it that you run on the form, if, mm. same as Wolfie, and yeah, and unfortunately, it didn't happen. Yeah, I, no. uh, maybe Marty and I had a quick, quick chat about it. Maybe it, it, it was unusually warm yep. for that that early in the morning. Feel that warm, did it? Like uh, at no time on the course, uh, a mate of mine said to me, like, you know, was it one of those days where it wasn't hot enough to change your behaviour and it just sort of creeped up on you? No, you know? no, no. You're right. It wasn't actually. It wasn't that. It doesn't. No, it wasn't that warm. Maybe it was the humidity. But you, if you if you if you go back, I mean the. F- previous years it was always fresh mm. at the start mm. and it never really got warm or started to heat up past the pluvi. Yeah. Maybe this year we just it was warmer than normal and we didn't didn't acknowledge that or maybe didn't take much care of ourselves at, at the beginning. I d I don't know. Look yeah. um, yeah, I don't want to go on uh, on about it. It is what no, it is. I think we said yeah. to DT. It's one of those yeah. ones where you just say, yeah. the quicker you forget about it, the better, and you, you, you pick another one and go again, and you'll be back next year. That, that's right. And yeah. remember what we were saying. I think it's so hard to get. I mean, if you would have put money on it and it would say there were at least four of us who would have run for on the four hours, I would have said for sure I would have put money on it. Yeah. Um, it's one thing to train and be fit, but you got to pull it out on the day. And if it doesn't happen, that's just how many races you do, you know. And you do maybe five races and you get one right. And it's, that's, that's, two if you're lucky. Yeah, two if you're lucky. Yeah. 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 And two will be average, and one will be a stinker. And I think yeah. today was that yeah. one where we all just sort of yeah. had a stinker on the same day. Yeah. And that, that, that's uh, right. Yeah. So what's next for you? Uh, so that was a quick change. So next for me, it's um, is a UTA 50. That's sort of going to be like a lead up for Lavaredo, so Lavaredo is going to be six or seven weeks after UTA 50. And for the laws, those listeners, listeners who don't know uh, where Lavaredo is, that's in, in Italian Dolomites. And, uh, it is, yeah, and um, I will be aiming or trying to finish the big dog day, 120 case. So, yeah. And that, so that's my main focus for this year. And then after that, I haven't really planned anything. Probably do another coastal. Um, and yeah, and then for sure, if I get time off, I'll go back to Bright because I think Bright Four Peaks is just a nice, a nice thing to end up the year. And then we reassess for next year. Yeah. yeah excellent. Excellent. As we, uh, yeah, Bright. I mean, it is is one we mentioned a fair bit, but it's great, great weekend, isn't it? It is. Yeah, it's yeah, fantastic. It's a nice yeah. to cut the year off. And it's a Lavarado. Never done it before. No, never done. Lavaredo before heard heard an awful lot about it. It's going to have a little bit of an awkward uh, start time. So the start is at 11 o'clock on Friday night. Wow. So the first few hours are going to be normally like when you're hitting the disco. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So you think of me then, eh? <laughs> I don't mean a disco in a while. <laughs> don't you have this uh, famous uh, membership card? Oh, I do. Well, yeah, I was, we'll speak about that on another episode. But that, that All was, right, uh, I'm not yeah. mentioning the name. No, no. So that's uh, it's a platinum speed dating, but that's a separate issue. But uh, no, if anyone's seen me dance, that uh, it sends them running for the hills. <laughs> I'm surprised I can run or dance that badly. <laughs> but anyway, back to the running. Uh, so Lavaredo. Lavaredo. Uh, really a lot of elevation yeah Lavaredo has uh, just under 6,000 meters I think 5'8 
Um, yeah. what, can you just say the word elevation for it? 5,800 meters of bird. <laughs> Is that good enough? I know I have an accent and I try my best. Excellent. All right, so uh, we're going to get actually. So that, that was it. I'm finishing off with my shit accent, but that's well, all right. Yeah, look, you know, it's... But the girls love it. They do love it. Yeah. They do. Yeah. Especially your lovely wife, Nicole. Yeah, she does. And well, how about you? Me, I love, I love it. <laughs> you, I, I, spoke, I spoke year eight in Germany. I did German in year eight and year nine. Yeah. Did, did quite poorly and then moved to Indonesia. <laughs> but, uh, that was the limit of it. But, uh, mate, I've... Um, Wolfie's come past and said, can I please pass the mic to you and get you to interview Zulu? And uh, get you, Zulu and Marty, actually, I'm going to get you to do that. So, because uh, you do know a, a lot about their race and race program, so, mate, uh, rip in. That's a little bit of pressure. Do no it. pressure at all. No pressure at all. I'm sure you'll be. Um, oh sure my God, Father! All right, I try my best. Thanks, mate. Thank you. Yeah, leave my beer alone. <laughs> Hello, Sulu. Now I've got an interview, Sulu. Oh, oh, brilliant. Okay. <laughs> I've been told. Yeah. Uh, so, Do you have to lean in? Yeah, you've yeah, you got you to lean in here to the, okay. to the microphone. Yeah, that's good. So how are you feeling, mate? My, I, I feel better than James Brown. <laughs> you do? Yeah. No, no, I feel good, mate. Yeah. I feel good. We've had a couple of cold, frosty lagers. So, yeah, no, I feel good. So can you talk me through the day, how, how, um, how everything went? The, look, the day started, um, it started pretty average. Um, we we were. I was running with Pommy Dad, who will be interviewed later. Um, we went down Nelly's Glen pretty slow. I was st stuck behind some people, um, and then I felt like shit. Um, for a couple of k's, I threw up. You threw up? Yeah, yeah. Proper? Yeah. Well, just a little in my mouth, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Back down again? Yeah. Oh, mate, it's a decent thing to do because there's people around you. Yeah, but remember, free body fluids. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I only wanted to spend two. Um, but oh, mate, look, it, it's, it came good. I, I was very happy with. I ended up. I ended up with a five. 36, which is a personal worst by 20 minutes. But for me, at this point, it's about finishing and about enjoying the race, enjoying camaraderie, friendship, cold frosty lager afterwards. And it's a fourth run. Overall, everything feels better after a couple of beers. So I'm happy, mate. I'm really, really happy. I'm happy that I finished. I mean, I was I was not running a year ago. I was not running at all. Yeah, that's a massive And now I'm running. Yeah, and now I'm running, running yeah. And, and that's right, yeah. You know, the doctor told me I wouldn't be doing 5Ks, yeah. and, and I did six for today. So I'm happy. I'm super happy. So, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm pleased. And plus the thing is, like, if, you, if you're kind of a little bit philosophical about it, you... You, it is what it is. You finished and you did the time. You can be pissed off about it, and there's no point. Actually. There's no point. Like the only thing you need to do is you go back next week and you sit down and you look at the times, you look at your splits, you look at your training, and say, "Wait, can I change? What can I do? Was it because the weather was shit? Was it because the training was not good, or whatever?" And you reflect on it. You reflect on it, but you but you can't be pissed off because. Because it's 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 just one battle in the whole war, and if you if you get all pissed off about it, you're going to come up short, and it's going to be a mental issue for you coming back in the next race. So yeah, you just move on. So, no, it, it's fine. You know, and everybody like I know a few people did better than they wanted, a few people did worse than they wanted, and a few kind of hit their goal times. Everybody out there had a great race at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Because everybody finished. That's right. Yeah, no injuries. No injuries, no falls. Um, everybody finished. And, and, you know, if you've got a positive attitude about it, so good. That's all. Good, look, good, we good. all learn about it. I mean, you, you get knocked out, but you stand up yeah. and you keep on going. You know, that's it's a learning process, and that only makes us stronger. Eh? Absolutely, mate. So, so what's next for you? Um, uh, 
I've absolutely no idea. I purposely didn't want to think about any races after this. A again, because it, to me, I'm, I'm just happy that I'm running again. Um, I've always had at the back of my mind, look, I I'm not going to run fast again. Th those days are over, right? I'm, I'm, just, I'm just running for the pure enjoyment. I'm running for the social side of it and having fun with mates. Love the, like the Nork handicap. Love going out to the track and meeting meeting people at the track. Love, love going, you know, hanging out with friends. Um, but I still want to do Boston Marathon. So I'm thinking if I want to do it next year, I might do a qualifier for it. And then, uh, which is a 325 at my age. So it's, not, it's not hard work to do that. Um, and then if you pick the race, which one you would? It'll be, it'll have to be something kind of middle of the year, like an M7 marathon or something okay. like that. Yeah. Oh. All right, we're going to pass it over to Zulu. Okay, Zulu. Thank you, Michelle. Thank and you very much. Top run today, mate. Thanks, Absolutely Jason. awesome. We're very proud of you. We, yeah, why not? <laughs> One, two, three, four. No, filters. Filters all around. We are, we are joined by local legend. <laughs> well, I don't think okay. we up to this. Yeah, yeah. So, so Marty is... Uh, uh, Marty Keats, welcome <laughs> to the podcast. Great to be here. I thought this was going to be a double Marty. It's going to be a double Marty. Knock over the two Marty. Come on, Marty. Um, yeah, yeah, we can. Yeah, absolutely. Marty the Bandit. So, well, I think, well, think the listeners want to hear more about Marty's run than mine, really. Yeah. So, so um, the the first and most important question that I want to ask is, um, well, first of all, congratulations. You got a top ten today. Did I? Cheers to Marty for a oh. top 10. Cheers. Thanks. Yeah. Filters, and basically what I want to know is that the uh, running that we did at Oatley, did that help you in the top 10? Uh, yes. Well, clearly, um, we replicated the course from memory. Uh, yeah, it had everything. The eagle run. The eagle run. The inaugural eagle run, which became... Well, there's only one. Did yeah. you include that big hill at Oatley Park? Is that? I can't even remember. So, so let's go. Let's uh, let's start at the start of the day. I think what all listeners would want to know um, is how exactly does a top ten finisher? How does a top ten finisher start? Because I know there's a lot of people that would want to share in that wisdom. How, what, what, talk, talk us maybe through your. Very briefly, your oh, pre-race. Oh, we're starting yeah. right at the start. No, no, uh, you're, you're like. Well, pre, I was, take, take us through the alarm goes off. Marty Keys, what does he do? Well, I was rooming with Michelle, so oh. before we went to bed, he said, "I'm going to set an alarm for Th four twenty-five, and for four thirty. I'm just like, "Why don't we set a freaking alarm for four thirty? Because you're clearly not going to get up at four twenty-five." I felt like that would be. An argument I would have with my wife, and should I say, no need to say any more, really, is there? <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. I couldn't sleep because um, earlier, we take it even further back, I couldn't get to bed because I didn't know what pair of socks I was going to wear in the morning. Oh, yeah. and did that mentally, like, it bugged you? It bugged me. I didn't what, know. What was the, what did you have it narrowed down to two pairs? I knew or? I wanted a thinner pair yep. that would you know, allow some breathing and some water out. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yep. yep. I also couldn't sleep at night, but I was just, you know, just getting up a lot and peeing because I've got a prostate. I got problem. up once. Yeah, yeah, I got up once. All right. Okay, yeah. fair enough. And that's... Um, right. Okay. Brilliant. So, so we... <laughs> yeah. Okay, so j just uh, let's focus quickly on breakfast. What did you have? Uh, just go to the race. This is important because there's a lot of listeners that want to share in that. Or, or I started from. started trying just a, a little little bit of oats as well as. Okay. Well, I, I don't think they're a sponsor of the show, so it was some sort of Fair a uh, meal supplement. So um, I think what listeners also want to know is that when you when you look at a big race, top ten means everything. Do you look down on the person that got 11th place and think, you're just not good enough? I was really sure that yeah. that was going to be me by the end of the day. Awesome. And, um, it was a small salvage and not a great day that I still managed to 
are you hang also, on to 10. Also aware that the first female was 13th place? Yeah, I talked to her. Yeah, she's Did you pass four her? minutes behind me. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Had the race been any longer? Did you get a Good. number for Zulu? Yeah. <laughs> Did you get a number? <laughs> She was the first female. First female, okay, brilliant. Okay, uh, we, we also have a, a uh, runner who basically decided not to pay the official money to the Royal, what's it, the Rural Fire Service and rob them of their $200, Marty well, Rook. Is that how much it is, $200 to enter? Oh, I'm just rounding up. No. I don't Probably think should it, shout around, I reckon. I don't think it's that high. Yeah. But, um, you know, I was willing to pay it to him. So you ran uh, unofficially today. Yeah, you, yeah. you had a, just a training run and did a 5.08, uh, which is about 30 we, minutes We quick. don't need to talk numbers. It's, it, well, I think I beg to differ. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a, where, where did it go wrong for you? Oh, no, it didn't go wrong at all. I spent a lot of time with yeah. the RFS people. Yeah. They're a great bunch of people. I, I enjoyed the day. Yeah. And, it was just a day of running. So, how did Marty look when uh, when he passed you? <coughs> Marty, he was. I saw him. It took him about ten minutes to pass me up the hill from when I saw him. Really? Yeah. So you're saying he didn't look good? No, no, he looked good. I was looking pretty mm. good myself at the time. And oh, okay. Yeah. It's all rel- everything in life is relative. It was probably my right. best half an hour in the run. Brilliant. Well. Yeah. Two absolute local legends. Congratulations <laughs> on both your runs for various to another reasons. Legend, thanks, <laughs> to another. Yeah. Excellent. Thanks, right. Ellie. Good to see you. Good to see you out there. What was your time today? <laughs> Five thirty-six. Well done, mate. Yeah, thank you. Okay. Back to the forest. Hey, listeners. Uh, we've got the. Uh, I can't call myself my own nickname, but it's Peter Hamilton here, aka the Florist. Um, Moving around the table, um, we've got a, uh, a brief interview with, with Oppo, who actually didn't... Oh, he, oh, sorry, as he's told everyone multiple times, he's run six foot over two days. <laughs> but we all did it over one day. How do you explain the fact it took you two days? <laughs> this weekend, Pete, the florist, was all about support crew role. I've enjoyed every bit of it. Getting Anna, my wife, to the start line in one piece has been a bit of a challenge, but we got there. She's trained hard. She had a great day, and I'm, I'm very, very happy. So, Without tearing up, can you tell us how proud you are of your wife? Exceptionally. <laughs> Exceptionally Good. proud of Arnold. No, that's enough. That's enough. Everyone, that's so. enough. <laughs> and, um, and Beef, does it strengthen your resolve to come back next year? Oh, I'm pumped. Yeah, I'm absolutely Love pumped. Yeah. As I said, I, um, I left the office late on Thursday night, and I'm like, this is just going to be a punish of a weekend, watching everyone else race. Did you leave the office late because you played golf and had a massage that day? <laughs> it was a busy day. No, it was a proper busy day. And I... um <laughs> And I... Uh, yeah, no, and I thought, you know what, I'll just take this weekend like a support crew, get into it, enjoy it, have fun. And it's, been, it's good. I've really, really enjoyed it. So it's been good value. So I'm happy. Thank you. As a few more pizzas arrived. Oh, wow. So, just for the uh, the listeners here, we're getting ooh, all the pizzas turn up. Um, and Andrew took care of that for us um, on the Mitchell Brantman credit card. And um, not true. Beef, you um, you had a, a sub junior career as a Pizza Hut manager at, at 14. Um, how did you deal with the difficulties of human resource management at Pizza Hut as a 14 year old? This is a running podcast, but we just did what we did. You're right. We're back on track. We're back on track. All right. Actually, I've got an actual runner here, not not a support crew yes, person. Support crew. Yeah, uh, we've got Sarah Tap here, who is is known through the group as Sarah Tap by a full name, because <laughs> um, she hasn't yet got a nickname or anything. Um, we'll find one. First six foot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we. I mean, you'd obviously been speaking to Gav about how, how it would go. I mean, how did it live up to your expectations? Look, it was, it was harder than I thought it was going to be. I didn't run very smart, but plenty of place for a PB next year. Yeah. Um, and just to finish off our last female listener, you did mention before it was harder than childbirth. It was definitely harder than all three of my childbirth experiences combined. It was harder today. Yeah. Yeah. And having done UTA 50, just to finish off all our UTA 50 listeners, was it harder than UTA 50? Uh, 
the way that I was planning to run it, yes, it felt harder than UTA 50 for me. Do you feel that Norg don't represent women as well as they claim to? Norg don't represent women at all. I'm pretty sure if you don't have a dick, you can't get into Norg. That's in the policy. It's in the policy, yeah? But Michelle tucks his in most weeks and he's in Norg. We don't want your gay red t-shirts anyway. Yeah. We don't. We don't want your gay red t-shirts. They're orange. Is it that you refuse to run in three-quarter tights? If I wore three-quarter tights, could I be a Norg member? Absolutely. If you wore Michelle's three-quarter tights, you could absolutely. And you took them off him and made sure he never wore them again. You could definitely be in Norg. So, back to the race. Where do you, uh, where do you think it went well and where do you think it went poorly? Oh, I didn't have a lot of well, to be honest. I think I just ran out too fast. I listened to the hype that you fuckers created. and um... You're good, by the way. <laughs> and I, I'm a bad mathematician, and I sort of tried to calculate how fast I had to run to Cox's River, which was too fast. And then I didn't eat enough, I think. So, yep, ran up the hill very slowly, didn't run very much, got to the top, didn't feel any better. Just dragged my ass in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, New nutrition strategy, was that based on when Gav was trying to shred for his latest bodybuilding contest? Yep, absolutely. Gav said to me, eat nothing but water and and just get there faster. It was the fasted run, really, is what it was. Yeah, yeah. Did you did you feel that the day that you came on the training run and Paul Hadfield bonked and you just annihilated him? Do you think that gave you a false sense of security for the run? Um, no, I think like yes. One, I thought I might have matched Hattie's time. It would have been the best if I had. Obviously, didn't come close. But I think my training up and leading up into that gave me a false sense of security. I just felt like it was going to be easy, and it wasn't. Did you feel like the fact that you cried for the first two and a half hours made you dehydrated? <laughs> yep, definitely. The fact that I cried for two thirds of that run was my undoing. Do you um like we've got two we've got two female um, runners in the group, um, both are highly emotional. Emotional. Do you think the fact, um, like, do you think, I mean, Anna managed to internalise most of her problems, but you externalise yours? Do you think, who's got the better strategy? I think Anne's definitely today. Anne's is the one that's come out on top. Even though she was, even though she was 29 minutes behind you? Oh, I think Anzi just, like, you know, I think the, the predicted time for Anzi, she smashed it by a good 30 minutes. The predicted time for me... Uh, I added about an hour to it. <laughs> so you're a far better athlete than what your time would say. I don't know. I don't know. All I'm known by now is my six-foot time, which is a pretty shit time. I, th- I think there's general consensus you've got to drop your coach. Gav is okay. far too focused on muscle building and, and not enough on aerobic capacity. Right. Drop yeah. Gav. Yeah. Talk and to somebody who knows... Andrew Opperman. Yeah. Something about food. Yep. Yeah. And the, you, you're a pretty good chance of being the second Norg female inductee after Casey Hadfield. So we've just got to find a bring us something to Norg night and you're in. <laughs> bring your favourite yes. midwife. Bring your favourite midwife. Bring your favourite midwife. Yeah. And um, I'm the only midwife you, you guys know. Yeah? Right, so, favourite by de facto. Definitely the favourite. Um, I'm going to pass you over to Paul Hadfield to uh, to interview Anna Opperman, who's managed to match her match her medal and her watch, amongst other things, and her socks. So uh, not only was she she best on the day, but best dressed. I'll put you over to Hattie. Thanks, Hano. Great work around the grounds and uh, some insightful stuff. Um, I, I feel like listeners might have a few lessons to learn after all that. Well played. So I've, um, I've got next to me the best on ground today, Arne Opperman. How are you feeling? I'm feeling very good. Yep, very happy and uh, came together nicely. Wasn't quite as challenging as what I was expecting, which is always nice. I'm actually more interested in the fact that you're the only person still to have their six-foot track medal on. You're a proud, well, proud runner today? My understanding was everyone wore their six-foot medal out tonight, so I've been a bit disappointed by the rest of the crowd. Yeah, that was actually a stitch-up. and that's That's why Paul Gillen is wearing his plushy outfit as well. No one told him that he wasn't supposed to have it on. But it, it does it does match your uh, your outfit well, and I think you should be very proud of your achievement today. Can you feel listeners in on your time? I finished in 5:27, which I was very happy with because I was going for a 5:45. So very happy. 
And, and having not run six foot track before, what was your what was your reason for five forty five being your goal? Where did you pluck that from? I plucked that from having done UTA fifty last year and comparing what people usually run six foot tracking compared to their UTA times. So that's where I got that number from. But it was a very difficult number to come to because I've never done the track nor never seen the track before. So, um, well, I've seen some of it, not all of it. So it was, yeah, I guess. So speaking to the rest of the group today and most of the runners down at the finish line, it seemed to be a tough day. It's hot and humid and everyone did a, you know, poor time by their own estimation. Do you, do you think you've got more in those legs? Possibly, because I'm not sure. It's very difficult to to answer that, but I feel very good tonight. I no soreness, and I was very happy with my last five kilometres downhill. I had no soreness or cramping, or so it's a very difficult one to answer. Mm. Um, how did you attack the nutrition uh, end of doing six foot track? Or what were you eating? What were you drinking? Well, that was my problem um, today. If I had any problems, that was it. it I uh, had Tailwind in, uh, to drink, which was worked perfectly. Future friend of the show. Yes. <laughs> uh, and I was planning on having gels and uh, blocks, the shot blocks, but after sampling Coke at the 26-kilometre mark, started vomiting, so figured that uh, it would be best that I ate nothing the rest of the the rest of the race so I had nothing so I only had one gel and one block which is equivalent of half a gel not a lot of calories there did you uh, consider at any point taking the watermelon and chucking it in your go absolutely no chance that was my major downfall last year at UTA so never going to happen yeah, I'm sorry, the, uh, the watermelon had some bad ramifications, well-publicised problem with UTA 50. You've, um, you've been coached by a number of people in the lead-up to this, so uh, how do you sort of split your time between sort of three or four coaches? How does it work for you? Basically, uh, the head coach, also known as Andrew Opperman, a.k.a. her husband, would uh, dictate my training runs for the week. So he would tell me each week what I needed to do and then I'd have the assistant coach, Hamilton, debrief my training runs uh, after I'd done them. So that seemed to work relatively well. So a bit of feedback from the florist post-run. You check it, check your splits, check your Strava. Correct, correct. Check, check my calorie burn. No, I only check that. <laughs> well, that's obviously the most important part of a Strava segment is to check how many calories you burn. Correct. Yeah. So there seems to be a few people that didn't think you could make 5.27 on the 6 foot track, which is a spectacular first up crack. Um, was that extra motivation for you to have a good race? Well, pretty well, um, coach and assistant coach are the only two people that thought I could do 5.30 or sub 5.30. Everyone else had me closer to six hours, some even 6.45. So uh, it, was, it was very nice to prove them wrong. I think um, once they listen to this podcast, they'll, they'll reconsider your next year's numbers. Yeah, amazing One advice I was given was to just stay in front of the seven-hour cut-off pacer. Well, you, you... I didn't meet them, luckily. A good hour and a half in front of those people, so that was obviously rubbish advice. Mm. I wouldn't be paying for that. No. No. And, uh, and how was the body pulled up post? Like So far, so good. So far, fine. No issues. Just need to settle the stomach down a bit more, which is happening nicely, and the body actually feels fine. And do you think you're a, you're a start for maybe the Norg handicap? Because we're looking to... Norg doesn't take females. Sorry. No, 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 no. The, the, the handicap's looking for some, uh, some diversity. The Me Too movement has hit us hard. Well, you, I, I find only resistance to the Me Too movement. No, no, no. Now that we've entered uh, Instagram, we've seen how many hashtag Me Too posts are out there. We're, we're on board. Well, I'm, I'm suggesting that Norg maybe look at diver, diversification, given that their members didn't perform so well today. I, I agree. I agree. It was, it was a tough day for the Norg. It was tough. All right. Well. Well, thank you so much. I'm getting the wind-up. It feels like the Oscars, actually. It's, yes, the music has come on. I actually see Bradley Cooper over there, Agnes. I'm going to have a chat to him. Uh, 
Anyway, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll chat to you through the night, but a, a hearty congratulations. Thank you so much. Today. All right, we've moved down the line or up the line, whichever way you want to talk about it. I've um, I've got tall Paul Gillen on the line. Um, how you feeling, mate? Oh, I'm a bit sore after today. A little bit sore. A little bit sore. How, how many six foot tracks is this for you? That now? was uh, number nine. Number nine. And where does your time play? That, that was my seventh worst time. Your seventh worst time. Yes, it was uh, pretty average. <laughs> Actually, below average. Is that, so does that mean it's your second worst time? No, no, there was seventh there, best. There was two worse than that, and uh, a, a lot of better ones. Okay, lots of better ones. So, for the uninitiated, Paul has gone sub four hours. Four times? Four times, yeah. Four yeah. times now. And um, what's the difference between your, uh, your, your, your tall poor machine in 2019 compared to those years? Uh, I think it's uh, how much you want it and also age. <laughs> so, well, we'll discount the age because that's rubbish. Rubbish. You're not that old. Uh, but, so you don't think you wanted it enough today? Well, I was aiming for 4.15 today. Okay. And when, when that starts to slide... An hour and 33. And I'm you, uh, you go for 4.30 and then that starts to slide you go I don't really care I don't really care that much <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to beat you <laughs> and you did I caught you at the finish handsomely <laughs> one minute we had a little bit of a ding dong battle throughout the race uh Paul's flat speed and my climbing. Oh, I'd given up, but then I saw you on the downhill. I thought I could, I could put in for a couple of k's. Hey, you did, did a good job. So you, you remained uninjured for the lead up to this thing. What, what were your previous injuries? I've had loads of injuries. I think I've had every injury <laughs> you could name. Um, but yeah, this this lead up is good. I got no excuses there. But uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'd, just looking back on the. Building, I have to say the whole Breaking 4 project was a, <laughs> an abject failure. It was a disaster. It was a failure. I, I guess I we have to blame the scientists I think and we the should, coaches. I think we should just aim for Breaking 4.5 next year. Uh, mate, I think we have the talent there to Break 4, but I, I don't know that we got the science right this year. Yeah, but if we aim for 4.5 and we Break 4, we're going to be stoked. Yeah, no, I don't like that setting the expectations so low. I don't know. I'm, what, what do you, like, in all seriousness, what do you think you need to do to break four hours for six foot track? Well, I think what I used to do when I could do that was I used to run, I mean, similar kilometres, but I used to probably... Similar kilometres being how? Distance. Like, I was averaging sort of 100, 110 a week. Okay. But I didn't do many more kilometres. I just think the, the quality of my long runs is better. I used to do... I just could run faster yeah. over, over the hills, and I, I just can't do it anymore. But you seem to have had like a maybe a three-month lead-up, yeah, post-injury. So yeah. it's not it's not a lot of volume over a period of time. No, no. So. But I probably used to start training a bit earlier as well, yeah, like so. September. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think I hit first of December, and I thought I can't put it off any longer. Yeah, it's time to go. Yeah. Time to go. Oh, well, yeah, you performed. Oh, look, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy enough. Like uh, that was, it was a good day. I really enjoyed training for it. It was good fun. With all. It was a good, good fun build up. And I'm just a little bit sad that, um, yeah, that, that we didn't get some more sub four guys. Yeah, I, I agree. I think we need to go back to the drawing board and potentially talk to our chemist team. Because I feel that might have been the problem. Yeah. Complete lack of blood doping. I, EPO. Think, I think we need more EPO. Yeah. yeah. And maybe having Judge up here might have helped. What do you think? Oh, for sure. Because no one would have... Yeah. Like, yeah, I think we just missed his motivation. And, and I think, yeah. yeah. He brings yeah. a lot of cheese to the table. He would. And, and no one would... Yeah. I think it would be good. Maybe next year. Well, next year apparently he's a shoeing. So... He probably won't want to do it. No, 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 no. He's, he's dead set on. So I reckon breaking four will have more relevance with Judge involved yeah. as Master of Chief. Yeah. Oh, we'll keep it going for another year. Good. And how are you enjoying the filters this afternoon? The filters? No, good drop. Really, really impressed. Fantastic. Uh, well, mate, enjoy the afternoon. Rest up and well played today, mate. Thank you. See you. All right, so I've got a, uh, a new player to the group, Paul Gallen. 
not the Paul Gallon you're probably thinking of, but a much better Paul Gallon. Um, so he's run his second six-foot track today, and, and he's come through with a PB on a day where PBs were very hard to find. Congratulations, Paul. How do Thank you feel, you. mate? feel pretty good. My legs are pretty good. Yeah. Did the, uh, the filters this afternoon help? They have, and I will not have to spend any money at Allied Health next week. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Um, Even though they are a sponsor. They are. They're, they're a partner of the show, and, 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 and Paul's a guy real at Health aficionado, but anyway, we'll, we'll chat about that later. Um, what have you done differently to do a PB this year? I was much better down the hill than last year. As in the really stronger or faster? Much faster. More controlled? More controlled. Much better down the last couple of k's and much better up the big hills. Okay. No improvement on the flats, but going up the hills. But a solid six or seven minute PB, so... Well played. That's amazing. Um, are you lighter, heavier, stronger? Exactly the same weight. Exactly the same. But I did have a big 5A birthday last week. So, so maybe, maybe that was the clincher. Maybe wisdom was the answer this year. Maybe. Do you think you were wiser in the run? Uh, just always running my heart rate. It's, it sounds it sounds wise. It sounds like someone fairly wise might have told you to do that. Yeah, I have a really good chiropractor. <laughs> I, I, I've heard about that. He's a good guy, apparently. Um, so, no niggles today? You, you Not felt solid? Not spending any money at Allied Health next week. And no, cr- no cramping whatsoever? Tiny little bit of cramping at the end, but all okay. Okay. And, and how did you find your first weekend away with uh, the Norg and Mars boys? Was it comfortable or...? Very comfortable. I felt I needed to hold back a little bit because I didn't want to get targeted. Sledging-wise, you mean? Sledging-wise, yes. But I feel as I feel more comfortable, I will get on board. I've got a feeling you might just be holding back and just writing some things down for later on. There's there's plenty of easy targets out there in the Norg Mars group. I've had many times where I've thought of things to say, but I'm just holding them back as a newbie. It's the rookie, I know my place. It's very controlled, and I feel that control might have been why the PB came out today. So, great weekend all round, actually. Yep, very happy. Very happy. <laughs> and um, do, you have, do you have any shout-outs coaching-wise? I, I, I've heard you've um, been coached by friend of the show, Simone Hayes. Yeah, she, she Simone Hayes, lovely lady, looks after me for the other 50 one weekends of the year and uh, I certainly would not have run this without her help yeah she's an inspirational human Simone so uh, she's got a lot of runners up the six foot track to have a crack in in her days shame she's not here this weekend but she would have loved the heat I reckon she, sure. She's coming off a, uh, a win in Tasmania, or two wins in Tasmania, so probably a bit tired. Yeah. Um, so what's next for you then, Paul? Oh, we'll have to sit home and uh, do a recap and see where we're going to go from here. And no more races on the calendar? Nothing on the calendar at the moment. Okay. So you, you're at an all-time low weight. Can you let the listeners know where, where you're at there? I'm at 81. 81 kilos. We've been hearing about 81 kilos all day. It's uh, it's the floor. It's the lowest ever. It's so, one day of the year I'm 81 kilos. And so is there a concerted effort to put on weight after this race? I'm doing my best now. Look, I burnt 4,819 calories today. At 115 calories a beer, I've got plenty in the tank. <laughs> I, reckon, uh, I reckon you might be back out there sooner rather than later. <laughs> I'm the perfect energy fitness client. That's right. The the, uh, the eight-week challenge and then the yo-yo diet. Perfect. Absolutely. I, I, I can't say that Simone prescribes that, but uh got to be good for business, right? It's good for her business. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Have a good afternoon. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, we are literally on take three. <laughs> Take three before it ends. Yeah, it's not flashing. Yeah, it's good to go. Take three. Okay. Take three. <laughs> Take three. <laughs> oh, Shall I remember what you said the last two I, times? Uh, filters, guys. <laughs> it's, I'd say, faulty equipment. Okay. Where's Rookie? Rookie, well, 
rookie is uh, since he's homeless, um, he's probably gone down to his home, uh, aka his car. The uh, so we joined by uh, somebody that had probably the this is word for word what I said last time. The the probably one of the best runs today. My training partner for many months, <laughs> Darren, aka Pommy Daz. Congratulations on the top run today. Thank you. <laughs> Talk us through the run, mate. Oh, <laughs> uh, mate, for the third time. Um, mate, it was just a good day. Um, just, uh, we were pretty slow going down the steps, but. That's what she said. Yeah, once we, uh, once we got going, I just felt strong and. Um, just managed to run more hills than I have ever done and um, just felt good. I was focused mentally and... So you're... Just, just give us a bit of a recap on your... your you, this is your second six-foot track. You yeah. did the first one 13 years ago. 13 years ago. In four... 59, 59. 59.59. That's uh, one yeah. one second of excess effort. Yeah, that's right. And this and today I did 4.53. So a six-minute PB uh, 13 years later. And it's one, one for the 50-year-olds. Fantastic, mate. Attributed uh, to absolutely hard work. Yeah. Day in, day out. Solid couple of weeks. Mate, that you've put together. I, th I think having you as a training partner <laughs> and trying to oh, run, a, run away I'm from the endless gotta, talking. I've got to pull has, that out of has, you. That's probably, yeah. you know, why I had such a good day. So, so you are, um, you're also backing up after this in a few weeks from now. Uh, tell us what you're doing. Yes, uh, in seven weeks I'm going over to do the London Marathon. Uh, I'm going over there um, for personal reasons, but uh, also doing the marathon as well. So I'll see how I feel. Uh, any any goal, goal times for for it, or just taking it as it comes? Um, just taking it. Well, yeah, I'm just going to see how I am. It's difficult to know how long it's going to take to get over this, and then to still do some uh, to do a nice block before then. So we'll see how we go. Um, you got the flight over there. Oh no! There's so many factors, mate. I'm just, uh, I'm not there for the London Marathon. I'd still, mate. I'd still like to do, you know, 3:15 or something like that. I don't think mm. I'll be nudging three hours, but who knows? Let's yeah. let's see what happens. Yeah, of the form today, certainly, you know, give yourself a. A, a proper go at uh, at, a, at a good time, but uh, yeah, and no, I'm I'm with you there. Like it is hard with the travel and everything. So what what do you do? Take a couple of days off, and then get your head around uh, a next race. It must be tough. Well, yeah, well you know what it's like, mate. At our age, you're just going to get up each day and see what the body says. So I, I, I've uh, I'm just going to see how sort of the latter half of this week feels. Might get out for some jogs, um, and you know with a bit of luck, I might sort of pick up some training towards like next weekend or something like that or into the early part of next week and, and, and just see how the body is really. Brilliant. And and final question, how's it been sharing an Airbnb with me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Like I said, arguably, it was better than the race, but that argument would not be a long one. Well, no, it's all right. Okay, well, Daz, absolutely fantastic, mate. You did us proud today. Um, the I would like to add, though, Yeah. probably the best bit about the whole race was actually the whole training with this lot. Um, I've really enjoyed... Uh, um, you know the Norg handicaps, some of the Sunday runs that we've enjoyed uh, with them there, mate, um, and the, the journey uh, with all these these so. people has been yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. totally, yeah. totally agree so, with that. The, the the run the runs with them has been fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Morg, the Morg, the Morg group. So group has uh, been fantastic. Yeah, thanks to all of those for letting us come along. Daz, absolute awesome time today, mate. Fantastic. It was really, really. Please, if you did it, had a great run today. Thanks for talking to us. Yeah, thanks, Lily.
Lovely interviewing Zulu. Um, I just bumped into Rookie. He said um, he's just going to uh, try and meet uh, Paul Gillen in the car park because they're going to play paper, scissors, rock for who's going to sleep in front of the steering wheel. And that's what happens, you know, when you when you move into your car. Yeah, yeah. If you're a hardcore trail runner and you sleep in your car, then well, who's going to who's going to sleep in front of the steering wheel? Well, it comes down to paper, scissors, rock. Michelle, question. Small car too. Yeah, I'm wondering how they manage the shower situation. Well, that's because. Ask him. It's a listener question. Yeah, it's because you're 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 a sicko. Yeah, you're you're bored of Germany, and it's all, all about Sherman and Scheiser, you know, Scheiser movies and you know coffee tables and whatever. Just, no, it's just pure interest. Whether what I mean, two men sleeping in a car. That's what I'm saying. Just whatever you do in your own time, Michelle. Just you know, just don't reflect on me. It's those two who do it. Anyway, as, as we speak, they're playing Paper, Scissors, Rock for who's going to sleep in front of the steering wheel. They're both homeless. They both like sleeping in, you know, in the car. They love it. And, uh, it, you know, that, that's awesome. You know, that's they're committed to the running and sleeping in their car. And Rookie's taking a bit further. He's like six weeks in. And, uh, and you know, he's pretty much like moved out of home. I respect that. So uh, we're going to sign out here. I want to thank uh, Phil to brewing. I want to thank Goo Energy, um, Guy Me Allied Health for doing the big shout here and getting getting everyone uh, well lubricated. Can you believe Swimguard is still kicking around and and and, and just just waiting to come out and, and look at your pool fence? So uh, touch base with us. You can follow us on uh, our Facebook page, Running Matters Podcast. And if you do download the podcast, make sure you follow us. Signing out, six foot track. 2019 has been the best year ever. See you next week.